This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. Should you need any medical, psychological, or psychiatric advice, please consult a professional in your area. Thank you. Hello. Welcome back to a piece of yourself. Whether we are aware of it or not, every day we are working on ourselves. Whether it be awakening or adding to our confusion, reminiscing on thoughts that could be helpful, or perhaps keeping us stuck. Love. Very widely used word, very powerful word. According to many and much ancient knowledge, religions, love is the cure, the antidote, the source of everything, the the pure, you know, uh, white light. Love conquers all. I mean, there is just so many things that speak about it. And I wanted to shed some light that love is everywhere. It's almost like it's an energy, you know, like it's around you. You could feel it if you knew what you you were looking for, but you can't really see it. It's a feeling. It's something that comes over you. It would appear that there is confusion when it comes to such a thing as love. That confusion being that love is something that must be given to me by someone else. And that idea alone is responsible for an unimaginable amount of suffering that has happened now and throughout all of human history. I think someone must give me love, so I go on the quest to find the one that can give me that. And while it's entirely possible to grow into loving someone, I would say at this point, many, many of us have been with more than one partner over the course of time, which only distorts our idea of love. But love has always been the one thing, one and only thing. But one person treats me one way, I think love might be that, or I think it's lacking love. The point is, love doesn't require a person, but that's not to say 
that you can't experience tremendous love with a person because that is absolutely possible. But for example, if I wasn't with someone, I could love the earth. I could love nature, which is also part of the earth. I could learn to understand and love myself. Meaning forgiving myself, wanting to improve myself, pushing myself. All of these things fall under the category of love. The thing that came to my mind when I was thinking of this was that love, just as one of many examples, would be like, I love you so much if it was a person. That if, like, whatever you decide, I love you. If you get tired of me, I love you. If you're not ready for me, I love you. It's not to say, it doesn't mean that I have to wait. This whole idea of, like, I'll wait for you forever. Like, that is possession, right? We need to understand this. If I think that someone must give me something or make me feel a certain way, I want to own them, in a sense. I want them to be mine. Not good. And I know I can already hear people disagreeing with that statement. Well, they do it to me. I do it to them. Everybody I know does it. Understandable. And you are accurate. It does happen all the time. But it's not real love. And I think the point is... If I knew that love was everywhere and I didn't have to have someone to be with someone to experience love what would happen or what does happen and again I speak from my own experience is that now I'm not just going to be with anyone in fact I mean this is again my opinion and my experience but it's actually more difficult to be with someone or to be on a date or to find connection when I can know that love is a substance in abundance all over the place if I would just but tap into it. Working on myself, loving the world, loving nature, being being closer to it, taking in information, loving that information, working through difficulties within myself with love. As in, if I make a thousand mistakes, the same mistake, I still need to love myself enough to dust myself off, get up for that 1,001 time where I just might conquer it. But it took love to get me up off the ground after I fell so many times. So that's one reminder I wanted to mention about love. It's a thing that's everywhere, the beauty in things, the uniqueness of all the stuff around us, the gratitude and what we've accomplished and what we possess. These are all weaker forms of love, but still kind of like part of the collective whole, it would seem. And it's something that we can work on whether we're with someone or whether we're alone, whatever the situation might be. 
everywhere is an opportunity to practice love, to look that different way. Our mind is quite the tool, not our master, but a tool for many of us. And I felt the wrath of this myself. My mind has been my master for years. Taking me where my mind thinks I should go, which aren't good places in the past, still at times now, but it is in fact there for you to use, to finely tune and to grow as a tool to sharpen it, to make improvements. And part of that is understanding it only takes doing something once, one time that's not a lot I'm not even into the double digits the single lowest digit one everybody can mistakenly do something once and all it takes is once to plant a seed within the mind and that seed is known as habit I do something once that I've never done before. I think something once that I've never thought before. The chances of me doing it again, opposed to before when I never did it, just went up 100%. Because I've done it once now. And if I enjoy it, well, it's even higher the chance that I'm going to do it again. At least one more time but if I do it one more time I've done it twice if I've done it twice I'm going to do it at least one more time and this is how easy then it's three times then it's four times and if I've done it five then I have to I mean come on it's just you know it's like nature would inevitably say if, you, if you've done it five times I mean you're going to do it one more time at least one more time and then one more and then one more and then one more and then next thing you know you've done it a hundred times You've thought that thought a hundred times. You've judged that person a hundred times. Well, maybe not that person, but it's it's so easy, you know? So example, at work, the, the one time that I go from, you know, this is my job, busy or not, I love my job, I know I have a responsibility, I'm here because it provides me with something. The minute I stray away from that mentality that gets me through things and gives me strength, and I think, this is unfair, this sucks, I'm tired of this, the minute that comes into your mind, or my mind, or any one of our minds, one time, the next time it's busy, or something familiar that caused you to be annoyed the first time, the unfairness, whatever the thought was. Now the next time it's busy at work, I'm gonna think it's unfair again. I'm just gonna do it because I did it once. I'm gonna think I'm tired of it. I, you know, I mean, when when is it gonna stop being this way, right? And then I do it again and I do it again and I do it again. I've felt it.
I've had a great day and I've seen someone at work having a terrible day. They share their terrible day with me. They at least say it's so unfair. Why does this always happen? You know, every time I come in, I got to do this, this, and this. They implanted in me. And even though maybe that day I didn't think how they thought, and maybe that day I just thought, oh man, it really sucks that so and so is feeling this way. I hope he gets, you know, more positive about things. But then tomorrow or the next day or next week something happens to me where it seems like I gotta do this, I gotta do these things every time, just like my associate told me. The connection is made. Now I'm annoyed. And if it happens again, I'm annoyed again. And again. And again. So at work, we got a little busy. Work associate got super angry, annoyed, cursing and swearing about it. And it simply just reminded me that originally he was never thinking that. But one day he got a little busy, he got a little annoyed, he thought it was a little unfair. His mind indulged, I mean, gave in, chose to experience that feeling. The one habit, the one little mark was made on the, uh, on the reel, the reel that plays itself again and again, the mark was made. Fast forward, maybe it's been three years that this work associate, since that one time, has been annoyed. Fast forward to annoyed feeling number 100, and now he's yelling and screaming and cursing. When the first time it happened, perhaps he just shook his head and said inside of himself, this is, this is bullcrap, or this is unfair, right? Shrugged it off, kept going. Time number 100, yelling and screaming, hard to contain. It grew. It's just a reminder to me, to you. Everything we do, even one time, we're going to want to do it again, good or bad, helpful or hindering. So whatever things annoy you right now, or whatever things are going to come up today that might annoy you in any way, just pause for a moment when you feel that annoyance and understand that you weren't always annoyed by this. Can you remember the first time you got annoyed by it? And how long you've been allowing it to annoy you? And where you're at now with how you feel about it? These are things that are hindering us, holding us back, because it's suffering. Once I understand the things that I've been doing over and over and over again, and I get tired of it, and I don't want to do it anymore. This is where I am at in my life, working on myself. I must remind and implement new feelings over and over and over again. You don't go into your mind and rip out old habits. That's not possible. You can't remove habit. 
you can only rewrite It's almost like, uh, let's see if I can describe this in a sense and try to make it make sense. If you were writing on a piece of paper, and you know when you write on a lined sheet of paper, you start at the top and then the line down and the line down and the line down until you go all the way down to the end of the paper. Your mind's almost like this. Your habits, your thoughts, your things are all lines. Next line, next line, next line. Starting from the top, going down, going down, going down. You're constantly adding new things. New thoughts, new habits. You have to keep adding new stuff. And then the more you add, the more it'll keep pushing the old stuff up and out of the picture. Through my experience, there's a great challenge here. Because if I try to remove things that are holding me back or that I feel are making me suffer and I'm tired of it, let's say, like I was describing earlier. If I start thinking about those thoughts but not looking at it in a different perspective, then I'm just going to... like. <laughs> It's uh, it's not an easy thing, is what I'm trying to say here. If I keep looking at the problem, it stays in the spotlight, and it won't go away. But if I keep bringing in new things, already understanding and accepting that there are old parts of me that are leaving now, I'm done with them. They're over and done with. Because I can tell you, I have read and read and read and understood and meditated and went within and dug up old memories, looked at them through new perspectives, got an understanding that I didn't have before, but I had to stop going back and looking at them. Once I understood the real meaning, that's it. That's it, okay. Because if I keep looking at it, even though I understand it, I'm still going to get frustrated like I did all those years ago. And it's going to remain in my spotlight. So, I try to keep these somewhat short. Know that love is all around you. And yes, another individual can give us a lot of feelings and and helpful tools and help us along the way. But love is something that is everywhere, that is in you, that is abundant. And if you're sitting by yourself right now, or you're feeling any kind of loneliness, understand that love is all around you. Love the sky. Love the air you're breathing. Love the fact that you're mobile. Go for a walk. For me right now, it's snowing. Feel the snow on your face and love it. There is love to be had in every single moment of everything that we're doing. And a reminder, habits are formed so much easier than we're aware of. So we need to be aware of it. 
look at who we are now based off of what annoys us and what doesn't. Are we okay with those things? Would I like to look at things differently going forward? Would I like to be able to not be upset anymore? Not get angry or frustrated or afraid because it is possible. But it would require deep realizations, changing our focused spotlight within our mind. And starting the journey of rewriting the file within our mind that is our viewpoint, that is our deeper understanding of things. Take care. Be well. times every day and be aware of it calm yourself until next time <laughs>